everybody, welcome to the show. And I have a friend and an awesome guest who just does the most amazing work. And uh, you may or may not know of him, but he is fighting for religious liberty, for freedom. He's on the front lines. His name is Brad Dacus. And he's actually he served as the legislative assistant to U.S. Senator Phil Graham. And then he went on to uh, get his Juris Doctor at the University of Texas School of Law. But I know Brad because he's coordinated religious freedom and uh, parental rights cases and then started in 1997 the Pacific Justice Institute, which is an amazing network of hundreds of volunteer affiliate attorneys, and they handle cases everywhere. You, you continue to grow uh, the network, Brad, but welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be on the program, Todd. You know, this year, even though we had so much in the way of churches and people needing help, uh, we've actually expanded. We now have an office in New York City uh, serving New York, New Jersey, one in Mississippi serving the South, another one in, in Dallas. And then we have, of course, Denver, Seattle, Portland, uh, Reno, Nevada, and uh, four offices in California. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're aggressively taking on those dark blue blotches on the map that are so oppressive when it comes to our, our freedoms and liberties. Well, thank you. And it's so incredibly important. And I've been talking with a lot of people and, you know, regardless of which direction this election goes that we're going to see in a couple of days, the issue of religious liberty and freedom is going to continue to be a major issue. It's one of the most uh, important issues of our day. And you're out there fighting. Now, you're you live in California. You're based in California. And California has been one of those states you're talking about that has been oppressive and basically tyrannical in many aspects, keeping the churches shut down. Pastors have been fined. I saw something where one pastor had like a $50,000 fine, another one a $5,000 fine. I know uh, several pastor friends that have had uh, run-ins with the local uh, you know, uh, courts and uh, all different types of things. John MacArthur, you've been on the front lines. What is happening out there right now uh, in California? Yeah, we have, uh, in, here in California, are facing uh, just greater and greater struggles with regards to religious freedom. Uh, we're defending a pastor who's being criminally prosecuted, criminally prosecuted in the San Francisco Bay Area is a small African-American church. He loves the Lord. They wore masks, did the distancing, but oh no, they're being, he's being prosecuted. But yet you can get on an American Airlines flight. That's I know right. it because I did. Right. And they were, it was packed, yep. packed with people flying out of the Orange County air, airport. So, it's, it's a double standard. Pot shops are open. Liquor stores are open. Churches aren't. Uh, just this last uh, Saturday, I was uh, at an event, an outdoor event at a church, and a public health officer threatened to find them, not only find them, but to criminally prosecute the participants. I was one of the participants. Oh. I was one of the speakers. Oh uh, I stepped in on behalf of, at the time, uh, I was going to leave. I didn't realize this was going to happen. So I stepped in and... Uh, it prevented a, a service of process, so to speak, from taking place. Uh, we, they just received notice. There are going to be a citated, a citation is going to be issued, and uh, we're already uh, preparing to represent them. So uh, it's, it's outrageous. On, on the same day that they had this safe distancing outdoor event, no, no chairs, they had little booths, and people you know, were standing, keeping distance. The same time, um, actually, I'm just on ABC covered this. The next story they covered was a massive demonstration of, of women, pro-abortion women, right. and they saluted them and said, oh, how golden and wonderful it was. Didn't say anything about their distancing or their masks. There was no uh, question, well, gee, why isn't the public health officer out here writing them up? So yeah. it's clearly a double standard. It's, it's bullying, 
by Los Angeles County, by the governor, Gavin Newsom, and we at Pacific Justice have been taking on these cases one by one as needed uh, to go to bat for them, not only in California, but also we have a case up in Oregon. We have another big one up in, in uh, Washington State, and uh, we've got uh, churches we're helping back east as well. So it's, it's uh, very problematic, but uh, we're very optimistic with uh, the new Supreme Court nominee. I think she's going to be uh, approved. Uh, she's excellent, stellar. Yeah. Even the, lib the liberal ABA gave her a, a very qualified rating. Yeah. And with that, I think we're going to see the court tip in the right direction and, and start uh, correcting these injustices as we bring these cases before them. Well, and that's, you know, my hope and our prayer. And uh, one of the things that was really interesting to me was how they ruled in Nevada. I think it was the Calvary Chapel churches. Um, and I actually went to an evangelicals for Trump gathering out there. And we had to meet in a casino because that was where it was legal to meet. And uh, we kind of got around the, the rules there. But, you know, again, just why are they ruling in this way where, you know, hundreds of people are in a casino, hundreds of people are in, you know, Lowe's or a Home Depot or Walmart. And then the church, it seems like it's being targeted. Is this about COVID, Brad, or is this something deeper? Initially, it was about COVID. Everything was shut down. But then we started seeing other, other you know, people got off the bus. But the church still was sitting there in the back of the bus. And they're yeah. not allowed off. So that changes everything. Now it's about state hostility, wishing to silence and censor churches. I think this election is a part of it. Uh, they want the churches suppressed. Uh, they want them silenced. They don't want them able to communicate and to rally their people to vote. Uh, so it's no wonder that, for example, the state of Oregon's governor has issued this latest shutdown to last, coincidentally, uh, until November 4th. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, surprise, yeah, surprise, right? Yeah. Right. And then the public health officer of California uh, issued a similar uh, edict of application until uh, November 4th. Yeah. So. It's, it's a clear attempt to use state hostility, abuse of power, uh, to silence people of faith, institutions of faith. But make no mistake, uh, that's why we, we, we're around. We have the attorneys. Right. Uh, we're filing the cases. We're preparing to file a major lawsuit. I can't go into details now. Uh, but uh, the tide's turning. The Supreme Court is now turning and shifting. It'll be from four to five now, right. or from five to four to four to five. Uh, on our side, and I think we're going to see uh, churches declared essential, yes. uh, like like Home Depot, right, uh, and start to see uh, greater uh, protection to prevent this from ever happening again. Uh, one but more little point, I think you need to we need to realize that Joseph Biden, uh, Todd, he's come out and he right. said he's willing if he's elected to not just let a few blue states shut down. He's willing on a national scale to shut everything down, Yes. every church down, require everyone to wear a mask at all times, everywhere, if simply an expert tells him to do so. Mm. This mindset is extremely dangerous. It's yeah. tyrannical. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not supported by science. It's not supported by the Center for Disease Control, not even the World Health Organization. They're saying stop the shutdowns. Right. So this is just a grotesque abuse of power. I'm hoping and praying, Todd, that the voters of America, this country, will step up. Yes. If not now, then I don't know what what uh, what else is going to need to take place to to try to regain our freedom and liberties. If we if uh, the president of the United States shifts 
from a religious freedom president, which is President Trump, yeah. uh, the most pro-religious freedom president probably in our nation's history, yes. uh, to someone uh, who's going to be oppressive and disrespectful of religious freedom, like Joseph Biden's been in his, in his statements, um, then we're going to have some real problems. Also, the Senate, uh, right. if, if that Senate shifts, uh, there's a blue wave, uh, all bets are off, and we at Pacific Justice are going to be busier than ever, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, we're just hoping and praying that that doesn't happen. Yes. What, what's going on up in the California uh, legislature with, uh, it seems that Gavin Newsom has been in court uh, for something today. Do you know more about that? Or Yeah, that's uh, dealing with uh, some of his, uh, his order that, he's, that he came down with uh, uh, in abuse of power. It doesn't apply to the, the church shutdowns at all. Okay. So it's, uh, it's, it's a different, different kind of an issue, uh, but it's, it's sort of challenging uh, his uh, use of his power in violation of uh, the supposed uh, restrictions that I actually not supposed the restrictions that are there, but the courts so far haven't acknowledged. I think it's going to be a tough case. Uh, there's been some cases that have come along that we've been asked to uh, to take on or join in on, and we've declined because uh, we didn't see that the, the merit was in the case. We want to make sure when we file that we can win. With Calaveras County, we filed, we prevailed. Alameda County, we filed, we, we prevailed. Uh, that's what we do. And uh, so that's why I think it's real important that the courts, that we have the right justices placed on the courts. The person in the White House is the one who nominates, not just the Supreme Court justices, Todd, but as you know, the circuit court justices, yes. and the district court justices. Uh, we now see what happens if you live in a state that has bad judges. That's right. Um, we get, you, you lose your freedom. If you live in a state that has good judges, like the Fifth Circuit, uh, like in Texas, uh, you have your freedoms. Yes. And uh, this this kind of dichotomy has no medical scientific justification. It's once again, it's, it's just tyranny in the worst way. It is. And uh, with, you know, you, you have a lot of knowledge on the Equality Act. And Joe Biden has said that if his administration becomes, you know, the president of the United States, that's going to be one of his top priorities. How dangerous is that for religious liberty and freedom? Yeah, I, I, I tell you, Todd, it's extremely dangerous uh, for religious freedom. It effectively uh, guts, uh, re- eliminates the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Mm. Um, that's the most potent piece of religious freedom legislation we have. That was passed because some judicial activists uh, weakened the free exercise clause of the First Amendment in, by the, on the Supreme Court. So that was passed to remedy, to provide uh, that, that historic protection. Well, the Equality Act basically says, no, the, the, the LGBTQ a movement and their rights trump religious freedom across the board. So, for example, let's say you have a church and they have a worship leader or say a Sunday school, a, a youth leader. The youth leader comes out and says that he's changing his gender. And by the way, he has a same sex uh, couple. Yeah. And this would prevent the church from laying off that worker uh, without having their a lawsuit and losing their church and their building and ability to worship. It basically uh, is oppressive on its face to every single Bible-believing church, mm. an Orthodox Jewish uh, yes. synagogue, for that matter, uh, in the United States. Instantly, it will be instant oppression in the greatest way. Every church will be have to live in fear week to week, mm. and the only hope would be uh, the, a Supreme Court that would hopefully declare it to be unconstitutional. You know, a five to four court. I, I don't want to to bank on that. I want someone in the White House that's not going to, on day one, yes. start the purging, the purging and the seizure of churches through the Equality Act. And I'm not exaggerating. If you want yeah. more information, we have it on our website, 
pji.org yeah, to open our eyes. You know, I got one more question. I know you got to go, Brad, but, uh, you know, with the voter fraud, and I know this is another area that you know a lot about, uh, you know, Joe Biden has something like 500 or 600 lawyers lined up in all these key battleground states. How much should we be worried about what's going to take place on November 3rd? Uh, we should be very concerned. Actually, what's taking place right now, I was guest preaching at a church this last Sunday. I love to preach uh, the, the word, but at the end of the service, uh, two people came up to me and said, uh, both of them had received no, a number, several ballots. One received two ballots in their name. The other ones received three ballots, plus one for their son who moved to another state, plus one for the former owner of the house. Five right. ballots. The problem is people of faith, uh, Christians, are not going to fill out two or three or ten ballots. Right. The people who are not of faith, mm. and a lot of them, I hate to be partisan here, but that's more Democrat than Republican. Yeah. The statistics are. Uh, yeah. They're more likely going to fill out those ballots, giving the left a major advantage uh, with their situational ethics. Many will have no difficulty voting uh, five, six, seven or more times. Uh, and that could easily sway the election, particularly in blue states like California, uh, Illinois, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and, uh, and Michigan. Those are of high concern. And yet those are, are pivotal states. It, it really is a battle that we're in between light and darkness. Brad, thank you for everything that you're doing out there, man. And are you having your gala this year? Uh, is that happening? Uh, we had to postpone it till next year, thanks to Governor Gavin Newsom. Oh, my God. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm ticked. I'm really ticked. But uh, uh, I don't have to get angry. I, uh, we just sue. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going to be moving, moving on that. Uh, unlike many who, who just get frustrated, uh, we can actually do something about it. And uh, we, we will. And we're going to continue this litigation, Todd, across yeah. the country uh, until we have full vindication before the Supreme Court to make sure this never, ever happens again. And let's hope and pray we have someone in the White House appointing justices of the Supreme Court and, and the federal bench, et cetera, that are going to uphold our religious freedom. There's so much hanging in the balance on this election. And um, I, that, that alone should compel people uh, to, to vote and vote responsibly for someone that respects the Constitution uh, like President Donald Trump has so consistently throughout his administration when it comes to judicial nominees. That's right. Brad, how can we find you on social media, on the web? Where can we go? Yes, we have a, a free update newsletter called The Legal Edge. It's great. Just go to our website. If you want to support our work, that's great too. It's simply pji.org, P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute.org, pji.org. Awesome. Brad Dacus, a hero in the faith. Thank you so much for everything you do. We honor and appreciate you, man. I hope to have you on again soon. Thank you, Todd. Always a pleasure. Keep it up. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato. I'm the director of the Religious Liberty Coalition. I'm here today to talk to you about a very important matter for your church or your ministry. You don't have to be a pastor to be concerned, but religious liberty in America is under attack. That's right. Right now, churches are being fined. Some pastors are being threatened with their power turned off or maybe even being thrown in jail. We have to respond. And that's why the Religious Liberty Coalition is here. We are a robust network of believers in Christ who are willing to stand together and fight for religious liberty and freedom in the United States. Not only that, but we will give you the resources and educational materials that you need 
as well as legal counsel and legal protection. That's right, legal protection. If you join the coalition, you will be protected. Think about it. Joining the coalition could be the most important move that you've made for your ministry, church, or yourself. We will stand with you. You can also sponsor your church. It will be the same thing as if they joined themselves. We need this type of protection in 2020 and beyond. Join the RLC today. You can find us at www.rlcus.org. Thank you and may God bless America. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconado, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconado.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.